Hey guys, I'm Spencer, a multimedia designer from Indianapolis, Indiana, and you're listening to the Pixel and Bracket Podcast. Hey guys, so this might be the last podcast that you hear with the car audio. I've been thinking lately about things, and I'm always changing stuff, obviously. So this is number 15, which means I've basically spent two weeks doing the podcast in the car on the way to work. And this audio is actually probably sounding different than the normal. I'm actually talking to you like I'm on the phone. I don't have my mic with me, and I'm making a long trip from downtown Indy back to work. Hadn't really planned on doing the podcast stuff, but I found myself talking out loud. So I thought, okay, I should just I should just stop, turn on the voice recorder on my phone, and talk to the phone, but leave it a little bit closer. So I'm just uh, talking to it like I'm on the phone, and I hope that the audio ends up being uh, a little bit better than than you know the first podcast that we had. But anyway, so there's two things I want to talk about. Number one, obviously, is this podcast idea. So I'm thinking, I don't know. I just feel like so I was looking at the subscription box, um, and if you're subscribed to my channel, you'll see my face pop up a lot all over the place, and it's that podcast thumbnail. And I don't have any good way to adjust that thumbnail um, for each episode efficiently, but, uh, you know, I just, I don't know, I'm just rethinking things, and I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I do want the audio to be higher quality, maybe I do want the, the, um, studio microphone to be used for it. Uh, Maybe there is a way that I can work it into my existing content. So I'm thinking about sort of my daily type of content. You look at the daily creative that's a live stream and I felt like, you know what, maybe, you know what might be cool? Maybe at the end of the daily creative or sometime during the daily creative live stream, I spend five to 10 minutes talking about something because that's all that these are like five, 10, 15 minute long podcasts. I spend that time talking about something, maybe even answering questions. So here's the cool part for me is that it can actually make the podcast interactive. So anybody that's on the live stream at the time, the daily creative at the time that I kind of go into podcast mode can be asking questions and sort of directing where that podcast goes. Like almost like I'm always doing an ask me anything type of session or live stream. So I really like the interactivity that that can bring to the channel. I also like the fact that, okay, the daily creative is already sort of a live or a daily content. Um, the podcast was definitely a daily piece. And so you're, you're having these two daily pieces. And recently in a podcast, I talked about just, just my distribution of it was going to change to where I was going to uh, distribute the podcast like late at night, overnight, instead of during the day, so that if you guys see a notification from me, you know it's something uh, of pretty substantial value from a video standpoint, rather than seeing the podcast notification, uh, where it's just audio. Um, So just rethinking stuff, rethinking stuff. So probably what's going to happen is the podcast isn't going to die. No, it's just going to be recorded during a daily creative. And you'll be able to watch that video segment on the daily creative as it happens. Usually, I, I don't know, right now I'm thinking it'll happen towards the end of it. So I'll switch to my face cam and I'll just chat with you guys and chat with whoever's in the live stream about what I'm thinking, about how the stream went, about what I'm working on, and just everything that I want this podcast to be. And I think that is, first off, going to provide much better audio. 
And second, it's going to give me some, if I want to segment that out as video content um, and create videos out of those pieces, maybe I can do that. Maybe I could create higher quality videos and take uh, bits and pieces of the podcast and put it together uh, depending on what I'm talking about, you know, especially if I'm, when I describe things, sometimes those could be videos or tutorials on their own. So that's I'm ever changing on this channel. My strategies are always changing. I'm always planning to try new things and I want I want to saturate with content, but I want to do that in the best way possible and generally in the highest quality way possible, but for me done is better than perfect for sure. I just need to get stuff out there and then I need to tweak as I go along. So that's maybe where this is headed. Um, let's see, the other thing I was thinking about, oh, building efficiencies. This is just quick, minor thing. I don't know why I started talking about it. Probably probably because uh, I'm coming from this big background uh, animation that I did, and a lot of what I do in After Effects is about building efficiencies. A lot of what I do, or my advice I would give to somebody that has a YouTube channel that's a, like a one-man band like me, is to find where... Um, where there's friction in your process and your workflow because recording the video is the easy part but you're only like 25% there you've got to edit that video add your styles to it add your intro outros you know bring that uh, piece all together so you know just recording the content is not even close to the final product you've got to edit that thing together luckily for me with tutorials it can be a much more fluid process where there's not a whole lot of editing however most people's videos do require lots of editing and so you've got to do all that and then not only are you exporting and uploading high quality video files which it takes time to do that (laughs) you know just uploading a one gigabyte file is going to take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, who knows how long, depending on your internet. Um, After that, you've got to write your uh, title, write your description, tag your video, and put some time into the SEO of that video. And also, the distribution of it. You need to think about, okay, I uploaded this to YouTube, but if I have a Facebook, um, do I need to upload directly to that? Do I, how do I need to, you know, which one do I post on Twitter? What do I do on Instagram? Do I chop up the video into segments? Does that work? Do I just post, you know, the thumbnail and then uh, have a link to the video? Do I even do anything? I think you should, but maybe it doesn't fit with your Instagram account. You know, and and speaking of thumbnails, that's a whole nother design piece that's going to take you time. I spend I mean, there's times where I don't know exactly what the thumbnail should be, so I'm going to spend like uh, 30 minutes to an hour just trying to figure out the thumbnail. So there's so much more time involved in all of these processes. You need to build efficiency. So look for where there is that friction. Look for where there's like these time sinks. Like this thing, I do this thing every single time, and it's and it takes me so long to do it. Can I make it more efficient in any way? I'll give you two quick examples. Uh, Number one, when I edit tutorials, I actually have two sequences or two timelines in Premiere Pro. The one timeline includes all my intro, outro, music, um, anything like title card type things that I put in there. And then it has embedded into it the other timeline or other sequence. It's nested in there. And that one is the one that I actually do the raw edit and all my cuts on so I can ripple delete and not, you know, screw up any of the timing of anything. And I could just focus on 
editing that video together and then I insert that into the timeline with all of like the fancy stuff and so that's one way that you know I had to decide at one point of just you know normally you just drag that video in you're trying to get things done so fast and you're just like oh I don't have time to set this thing up the way I want to set it up I'll just for this video for this video for this video and the next video I'll just I'll just keep doing it the way I'm doing it I'll just chop it up whatever well take the time take the couple seconds that's going to take you a little bit longer this time or, or a few minutes to set up your project to save you time later, save you time down the road. Because I can tell you that setting that thing up and embedding that sequence has saved me so much time editing video from there on. And I get to keep like all my audio effects and video effects on that sequence. So when I click into it and swap out the video, I don't have to redo all those. That's just, just keeping yourself and having to redo things that you do over and over and over again. Uh, the second example would be my creative market live streams. I actually have been really bad at this until just today. I have set up, uh, there's six free goods in the creative market live streams. And I basically take the promo images of all six and put them on a background. They're kind of all masked out. So there's like six quadrants on the thumbnail. And then there's a thing over the top of it that says creative market free goods. Those images are masked in there and they're rotated a little bit. Every single time I was just replacing the image. And then I was like, Oh, I'm not going to like think about how to build this with smart objects. I'm just going to, uh, copy the mask and rotate the image a little bit. And I did that every single time for every single image. And it's one of the longer th- uh, processes in getting ready for the live stream in the morning. So today I was like, you know what? Screw it. It's only going to take you maybe 30 seconds extra per image or a minute extra per image to actually create this correctly with the smart object. So with the smart object, I can just go in. The raw image file is just placed in there. And then I back out a couple levels and I've got a smart object nested into my main Photoshop thumbnail and the smart object retains all of the rotation and the mask. All I have to do is double click into it and change the image. So now I don't have to do those rotations, do the masking every single time. Just another way that I save and become more efficient with my time. And there are so many little things like this that I do that if you are someone who wants to get into this stuff, you're going to find that there's going to be things that frustrate you and you're going to skip over them. Well, I like implore you not to skip over them and just try to build your efficiencies along the way. It's okay to take a little extra time to do that because you're going to save, you know, if you plan to do this like weekly or day in and day out, like you're going to save so much time in building those. All right, you guys, this was an impromptu podcast. I'm back at work now. I'm going to go eat lunch with my wife. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on whatever platform you like the best. And look forward to a new new style, new sound of the podcast coming soon. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.